Napoleon Hill once said, Every adversity, every failure, every heartache carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. And we couldn't agree more. This is Lift Me Up. We're here to have candid conversations about something we all face, trials and heartache. We're here to explore the positives that emerge from these things and the personal growth that follows. You know, bad things happen to everyone. It's how we navigate these situations and find the silver linings that define who we are. Life is hard. And although our discussions get deep, there's a flip side to that. We have a blast. Remember, no matter how tough things may seem, there's always a way to rise above. This is Lift Me Up with Mike and Megan Jorgensen and Nate and Cammie Jorgensen. Welcome back. This is episode two of Lift Me Up podcast. The one where I'm not crying, Mike's crying. (laughs) (laughs) Probably will be true today. (laughs) Well, this is going to be a fun one. We, uh, We did our introduction for those that listened. And in that introduction, we talked about kind of what it is that we're kind of spurred this thing on and got us to the point we're at with recording. So I think we're going to dive deeper into that. Yeah. And have a little bit better conversation related to the why about this podcast. So yeah, I mean we're no professionals, and uh, what you're and about. so that's that's <laughs> why you know starting this podcast we're not claiming to be either. But this episode will be a good picture into really that reason of why we kind of started this, and just real life people dealing with the same stuff that a lot of other people are, and. To relate to help, it, yeah, helping yeah. each other through it. So, well, what I think uh, a lot of this, Mike, this is all this. A lot of this is your idea, yeah. As as it may have been, as it was introduced in our introduction. So I think it's best if you and Megan kind of kick us off and tell us a little bit about why and where we are. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, um, over the. 15 years Megan and I have been married. Um, We've dealt with some pretty significant life changes. Uh, More specifically in the um, category of loss with death and things like that. Um, And um, it's really kind of, I feel like, molded us to really who we are today and how we've lived our life and whatnot. And so um, kind of just talk a little bit about some of those those, things life experiences and whatnot and just kind of go from there and just kind of see how how we deal with it but Megan if you I don't know if you want to maybe start out with talking a little bit about Carter and kind of our first experience early early on sure um okay so Carter is our first child he was born Um, August of 2010 and he was born at 28 weeks gestational Um, my water broke in the middle of the night and I very vividly remember that I (laughs) rolled over into bed and and I got my whole back full (laughs) I thought I'd I'd peed my pants (laughs) um and so we went to the hospital. Obviously, that's um, not time for a baby to be born. So they tried to delay labor, and it worked for about 24 hours. And then he came. And well, One thing to add, too, I do vividly remember the doctor coming in and talking to us in there and saying, you know, we're going to delay it as long as we the can. The doctor. Yeah. yeah. And him saying, you know, nothing really to worry about the life expectancy of... of we don't of, lose 28 Yeah, acres. he's like, we don't... It was like 94%. So. What's, wow. norm, what's normal? For, 40. 40? 40. 40 weeks. 40 weeks gestation. Just full term. 
Yeah. Don't worry. I've had three kids. Well, my wife's had three kids. <laughs> I just so I, I was just there. I just remember <laughs> like going into it, it's kind of scary, right? Middle of the night. And like, we're young. And we're young. Yeah, that's we really you guys scary. are what, 21? No, I... I mean, we've been married for uh, a year and a half. Yeah. So 22 so, years. 21, 22. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember going in like so naively. Is mm-hmm. that a word? Mm-hmm. It, it will be for today. No, yeah. it's a word. Um, <laughs> thinking like, oh, like this isn't a big deal. Um, so anyways, I deliver. He's fine for a 28-weeker. Goes to the NICU. Life's quote-unquote good. I think he was, if I remember, he was checking a lot of the boxes for yeah. the most part. Yeah, he didn't have, like, he was only intubated for just a little, maybe 24, 24 hours, hours or something. something. Yeah. yeah. Um, then, let's see, it was, he was like eight days old or something. It was nine. It was on the ninth day. Yeah. This thing started kind of turning a little. And in the NICU, if you've ever had a NICU baby, which I know you guys have. Yeah, we have. Mm-hmm. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. Things are like good and then they're bad and then they're good and you know. Um Yeah, that alone is a difficult situation. Just the fact that you had a baby in the NICU alone. Yeah. Not to mention all the other Right. All the other right. things. <laughs> yeah, that whole NICU experience is definitely a unique one. Mm-hmm. Um that unfortunately a lot of people experience, but, um, so he ended up getting an infection in his bowels and just didn't, couldn't recover from it. Just didn't have the immune system to yeah, recover. An intestinal infection that yeah. they can get from, I guess, sometimes just the birthing canal or whatever. And yeah. It was really, wow. it was really rare like extremely rare in the u.s like yeah. we're talking like there's one like they were like are you guys uh, sure you haven't traveled outside the united states yeah like, fact, oh, positive there's there's only one antibiotic that even recognizes this infection as an infection general antibiotics don't even recognize it that's how rare it is wow whoa so anyways um at 14 days old he ends up passing away um yeah because in those like what three four days there was just a lot of seizing and basically each day it was like how far how much further gone is he how much further mm-hmm. gone and it came to the point where he's like well if he does survive because by that time they did find the antibiotic the our yeah. hospital had it mm. but by that time he had seized so many times they were like if he does survive he's basically gonna be pretty much a vegetable is what they said essentially yeah and he was obviously on a ventilator so we had to kind of make that decision yeah unfortunately we had to make that call um, at that age that's yeah. insane yeah. yeah yeah first child brand don't new, know what brand we're new doing parents yeah and i'll be honest we had <clears throat> this nicu nurse an angel yeah which if you are a nicu nurse you're probably you probably are an angel, yeah. An angel. Yeah. yeah like yeah um is it and i had to say ex- i don't remember her name what <laughs> is it that i said her name wendy? was angel was it wendy <laughs> no not wendy oh, okay. um Sorry. anyways we i had expressed so many times that like i didn't want to have to make that call oh, yeah. like how do you make that call to like let your child go yeah let your, yeah. yeah and it's terrible they take us like into this separate room outside of the NICU, like <clears throat> on an oxygen tank and stuff, so we could like all say our goodbyes. And I remember being like, like he feels different, like he feels cold, like I think he's gone, thinking like he had just passed away on his own <laughs> and come to find out. Um, we didn't even recognize it, but the angel of the nurse, 
I think my microphone just right. oh there. Uh, <laughs> our angel of a nurse had recognized and knew that I didn't want to have to make that call, so she had been slowly Aww. weaning the oxygen hmm. um, down so that I didn't have to make that call. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and what a blessing! Like truly a tender mercy for yeah it was kind of one of those things it's like you know some people may say that that's like oh that was you know she shouldn't have done that but it's like in a lot of other scenarios it's like you know when are you gonna say okay i'm ready to pull that plug like i mean anybody that's ever had to do that to a family member it's like that gives me the chills just thinking about it not the good chills yeah for sure but we yeah it was it was actually very comforting to us because at that point we could just be like, okay, like we actually settled out. Like uh-huh. there was no like immediate burst of like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, it was just uh-huh. very calm and very peaceful. Yeah, super peaceful in the room. Yeah, I do remember I that. I do remember that. We were all Because we there came. Say, yeah. They took right. us to I remember, a separate room. I remember we lived in Boise at the time and mm-hmm. we drove over and I remember being like so mad at my boss because he was like, when are you coming back? And I was like, what the freak, dude? Like, I was so mad. I was like, dude, my nephew is like. Yeah. But anyway, I, was, I remember yeah. being so upset about that. Like, just the insensitive yeah. response that I was receiving from an employer. But, yeah, that's. I, I Honestly, I think you shared stuff that I didn't even that know. That we didn't know. Yeah. 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 That we haven't talked about. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, like. There's a plethora of other things. Well, yeah, once you get to that story, yeah, Yeah. like that you could go through. But so that was in 2010. Um, and we kind of process, and this is more so me, more so me. Well, (laughs) processing or not processing. Yeah. Yeah, this is where we really found out in our marriage. That we are very different. Yeah. Like my processing versus Mike's processing. I want to talk about it. I want to cry it out. Like, and Mike was just, in my view, like, this is going to be fun. Shut it off. Like, like I, we laugh now. Yeah. But there was one day after the funeral or whatever. And mind you, like, I had given birth, so I had all those hormones yeah, still, yeah. still. Oh, yeah. raging and stuff. But I was like curled up on our bedroom floor, sobbing, sobbing. And, <laughs> and Mike goes, why are you crying? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> comes back to like nate said he doesn't really cry much but (laughs) yeah but so that's that was eye-opening for us to go through that on um how we process things yeah what's funny is 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 i remember and i've actually i don't know whether i maybe it's because i don't know whether to take it offensively or not but one thing i remember (laughs) your mom to say is that going through that experience the growth we actually gained from that Uh like our marriage became stronger because we were able to process each other and help each other and all that kind of stuff. But her mom made a comment one time. She's like, maybe that saved your marriage. And I was like, was Megan really not happy? (laughs) (laughs) Has she said something to you? Like, I just was like, and even to this day, I've always been like, man, I should, I should I have been offended? Did I need to ask more questions? (laughs) But like, again, though, I look back on it and it's that same thing. It's like, I, you know, the growth that we gained out of it, um, to make us like stronger, more prepared for. Yeah. So then 2012 comes and I deliver our second, uh, child, another boy, Trenton. And, um, he actually is my longest pregnancy at 38 weeks. Um, for those keeping track, that's only two weeks short. Yeah. Yeah. 
and no NICU this time, and things were just good. Picture perfect. Yeah. Um, it was about three months. I, f- going back, I'm like, I can see it now at like two and three months, but in that moment, I was probably, it was probably more like month four and five. But we didn't actually, yeah. We that didn't. we started like noticing things. Um, he will, he like had stopped rolling over. He didn't want to hold up his head anymore. He couldn't drink out of his bottle as well anymore. Yeah. He just got really sick. Um, and so we started at six months old. We, he got his first MRI and it just came out as abnormalities. He had some abnormalities. So he's a diet diagnosed with cerebral palsy at that point i remember that like that was Mm -hmm. like the first yeah first thing yeah which cerebral palsy is this like vast broad yeah yeah spectrum of where they you land um so we do therapy we get in on everything and life is good still consistent i think at least you're able to keep a little bit more of a head on it but he's still struggling with some of those um functionalities your normal functionalities that a child would do the motor skills yeah yeah motor skills specifically we get closer to a year and uh we end up at primary children's for which is a children's hospital um in the state of utah and we end up there for a week and that's kind of where life that's where it shattered <laughs> yeah the the day that they ended up going down i i actually have a picture on my phone it's kind of creepy so it's like, <laughs> i don't like to look at it very often but <clears throat> um he i was at home and megan yeah, was, was working, working still and i was watching him and his, one of his eyes was like drifting and mm. i was like well this is uh. weird so we quickly made an appointment with the doctor we went over there and i'm sitting in the I'll laugh because I don't want to cry, but I was sitting. <laughs> the whole episode is Mike's crying. Yeah, so. yeah. So sitting in the sh- in the waiting room, and I took a picture, and his eye is like way off this way. Yeah, one's like looking forward, and the other's uh, looking. And to I was the like, side. "That's when I knew I was like something's up." Yeah. And and our pediatrician was like, "I showed him, you and need he, to get he's down like, there. Mm, you need to go now." So. Oh wow! I had to work. And so Megan and actually, I think your mom, my mom, yeah, ended up taking him down and you guys were there for a week. Yeah. At least. Uh, Yeah. We, uh, a week and several doctor's appointments, several tests. And he never, his MRI had gotten worse at that point, but it's still, there wasn't a diagnosis specific. It was still just like general generalized cerebral palsy um but at that point he ended up with a feeding tube well, and stuff one thing to mention too um to kind of to kind of paint the picture of the scale of what actually went down why he was there is he during that trip um when when we say that it had gotten a little worse is that the main core of his brain was was um the part that does your functions and your emotions and things like that had gotten worse like megan said but he'd almost lost all of his emotion like you couldn't get him to smile you couldn't get him to yeah do anything. yeah oh really yeah like he just was he had a lost blank a bunch slate. of weight yeah he was in a short wow. period of time yeah it was pretty bad um so we get him home and just, I mean, I'm sure up, we upped therapy, upped medications. I was like a pharmacist, basically, at yeah. that point. Like, uh, a registered stuff. nurse is what you ended well, up as. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> um, we go along the years, and things are relatively the same, right? Hospitalizations here and there, but mostly okay and 
he was three years old when we got his um, definite diagnosis. Yeah. Um, so he um, has had this rare, like super rare um, genetic disease it's kind of par for the course for us apparently yeah, yeah. At this point. Mm-hmm. so he in the united states he was like 20 one of, one of one 25 of one of 50 one of 50 yeah. ever recorded in the united states it's yeah. really common more in like india and stuff like that but that's so crazy um i knew it was rare. i didn't realize it was that so there might have been obviously more yeah that maybe yeah. just never they were actually yeah, they able just to, to narrow down yeah What's it called? So it's called biotin thymine basal ganglia responsive disorder type one. Yeah. How long did it take <laughs> you to memorize that? Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, not long, actually, because by that point we were writing it down Everywhere so time. many times with all the doctor's appointments. Wow. But it's it's crazy because it's a really easy <laughs> fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, so what happens is Mike and I. So we had done a genetic. Yeah, test. we had. That's how we ended up family genetic it. testing. Done, so yeah. Megan, myself, and Trenton all got a genetic test done, and they go, they just comb through all of your genes, and hmm. they just find any abnormalities or anything that could have caused this. And Megan and I, we both have um, on our nineteen ninety four gene. Which is SLC. Sounds yeah. like a lucky brand. Yeah, the 1994 <laughs> gene. Uh, we both have, so like hers is a, a slight deformity in the upper part of it, and mine's a slight deformity in the lower part of it, or left or right, or whatever it was. Hmm. Um, but different, different, slightly different. We'll, but on the same tr- strand. But on the same strand. Well, Trenton got both. Yeah, he. And so one of us is biotin deficient, one of us is thiamine position, deficient. But he ended up getting both. Oh my goodness! So that's what that ended up being. Oh my gosh. What? Um, is that why the and that's why what you were saying the treatment for it was? I remember it being stupid simple. Yeah, it's and a little bit outraged. Biotin, over the counter biotin, and over the counter B one. Oh, B one. So sorry. Like yeah, my bad. I yeah. been wrong on that. And but just in like crazy high doses because what happens is he's missing the like connector to his brain because your body naturally produces both of those Mm -hmm. and he is missing or was missing like the train basically to connect it um so he wasn't getting any of that so basically you just like overload your system with it so that something picks up i don't know Obviously, so, I don't have a. <laughs> in theory, we are not they, physicians. Yeah. <laughs> in theory, had they found that out sooner, and you could have dosed him at a higher rate, would that have? It wouldn't have reversed anything, right? It wouldn't have reversed it, no. But it would have. Um, it would have maintained what yeah. he had. So that it would not have detected. Because I remember you guys always saying it's kind of a degenerative. Yeah, brain it's like, disease. It right? is. It's yeah. kind of like, so okay, basically the gray matter was taking over his brain. Yeah. So he was losing brain as more gray matter moved in. And yeah, it probably, I mean, who knows what the end would have been. Yeah. Even yeah. if we had gotten it on board sooner. Yeah. Um, but it probably, he maybe wouldn't have had as many struggles, I guess. Yeah, it's I don't hard know. to say. The only, I mean, we never really heard like, "Oh, this is gonna be what his life's gonna look like." The only ever time somebody may have said something was, one doctor did say, "I wouldn't anticipate him going any older than 12. So yeah. we mm-hmm. kind of held that in the back of our mind. We knew it wasn't gonna be forever. Um, Just because but, of the rate that he was losing. Yeah, and yeah, brain one thing mess. to mention is we those. Uh, those like big drops we used to call those were his setbacks he yeah. had another setback and that was just a little more of that gray matter taking over so so find the diagnosis he's what how old he's three three at, at that time yeah 
And at that point, then you just have these series of setbacks, right? It's this, okay, little this by is little. what, a little bit, little by little. Because and it affected his, it affected his immune system, didn't it? In some regard. Yeah, there I mean, it just affected everything, everything overall. Okay. Just made it a little bit harder for him to regulate his temperature sometimes and made it a little harder for this and that. So it was just little things like that. Yeah. But, so yeah. genes are crazy too. Like I can't, man, I can't find a pair to fit me. <laughs> Sorry. Totally different. Um, I think I have no, butt. I don't know what it is anyway. anyway. Um, so, so I, I want to, I want to highlight. So obviously, I mean, Trenton kind of lost that battle eventually. Um, yeah. Five years later. Yeah. He, he was two days before he turned eight. eight. Um, he ended up passing away. And it was kind of pretty sudden, actually. Yeah, it was like he was it fine. It did feel that way. He, it was like he was fine on Sunday. Sunday, and by Tuesday, he was gone. Yeah. Like... Uh, we, he had had kind of a little bit of a seizure on Monday, which then the next day... Which typi- wasn't uncommon. No, which then the next day typically is pretty knocked out. Like, he's pretty tired. Yeah. Which is common. Yeah. You know? Um, but this one just felt different like he just wasn't like he wasn't just sleeping like there was more more going on there yeah Mm. so you guys did you were you just guessing was it a hey we think maybe this is what's happening well so i called the pediatrician that that morning and was like and obviously by this point we're like best friends with our pediatrician yeah. still yeah. are yeah. We, yeah yeah changing christmas cards no literally yeah we do yeah <laughs> um so i call him and i'm like hey this is what's going on blah 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 granted we are in the middle of covid at this point we're talking april of 2020 that's right yeah, so covid that. is like everyone's locked down that still right yeah. like lockdown. we're at the peak of it you know yeah. kind of thing and um so he's like let's i i do not want him to come in to the office but i need to like get eyes on him so we facetimed and he looks at him and he's like megan i i think we're at that point like we need to get hospice involved okay. and i was like yeah, I thought you were going to say that, basically. Aww. So we called hospice in and talk about another set of angel nurses. Like, yeah, came in at about 1 o'clock, yeah. 1, 2 o'clock. Yeah, it was like the afternoon. She came in, amazing. And she was like, yeah, like you, you probably have a couple days. And then... You know, it was like one of those, like, you probably want to get all your people here to say their Mm. goodbyes, like start doing Mm -hmm. that stuff. We're like, okay. Like an hour later, she was like, I, I think we're kind of hours hours, away. Wow. Then you're like amping up. Yeah. It went. And then by that night he was, was he was gone. Yeah. So. I remember we couldn't even get here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously COVID because we had just got, we had gotten back from New York. Right. And, and, and that was, and yeah, we, you guys told us and then we we're like, holy cow, we can't even get up there fast enough. To, right. Yeah. No, there was just no way. No, there yeah. was no time. So yeah, that was April of 2020. And so I think I think it's important to highlight, especially for Trenton, some of the absolutely cool things that he did. Yeah, I was kind of good. And got to do. Go that way. Right? Because I, yeah. I think those are some of the funnest parts and the memories be mm-hmm. for that, for, especially for him. Oh, for sure. Um, for, for those that don't know, you know, at the very beginning, yeah, he started to lose that. 
you know, that emotion. But boy, did he get it back. Yeah. Because that kid had yeah. the best laugh, the best the best laugh ever. Smiled with his entire body. Oh, yeah. The whole, Legitimately. Yeah. Legitimately. And Janie, the our oldest daughter, loved making Trenton she, laugh. That was her favorite thing. That was her thing. favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. What stuff did he do? Like, you guys did make a wish with him. He was yeah. part of a yeah. bunch of different things locally. So, yeah. So, I mean, the... The, you know the brighter side of this right <clears throat> all those are the the things that kind of led up to you know his disease and what inevitably took him but there was a lot in between yeah, he um lived a, we lived really a good life we he really did. took mm-hmm. um megan took a lot of um effort into making sure that he was involved that he was uh, had a lot of opportunities so he he played baseball he did he baseball he got to go skiing uh, he, he went uh, to Disneyland and Disney World. Disneyland and Disney World. We first make a wish. We did the Disney uh, World. World. Yeah, um, which then kind of lit a fire under Megan and I. We got to participate in some Make a Wish stuff, which was super awesome. Golf tournaments yep. and stuff like yes. that. Yeah, um, other things. But yeah, I mean, realistically, um, like you say, the the brightness that he brought, like literally every single place that he went Mm -hmm. he like lit the room it was like Mm -hmm. little kids adults like just gravitated to him yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely and and he had legendary hair i did oh man that yes the best hair better than any any of of us i mean nixon's got thick thicker hair but his just has got cowlick after cowlick. <laughs> and then Miles' is, Miles is great, but Trenton's was just It was legendary. epic. Yeah. Thick and luscious. <laughs> like, yeah. man. think, what's that little, is it Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron? What's oh. that little kid off of the... Which one? Oh, you mean Stuart Little? Remember we had a picture that looked yeah. a lot like the kid yeah. off Stuart Little There's when he first got his glasses. Character. Yeah. Yeah. But, Fabulous yeah. hair. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he was. That was the, that. Those are the those are the things we remember the most about him specifically is all those things. Yeah. Stuff he got to do. Yeah. You know, we obviously for Cammy and I, you know, we moved back to be around family just earlier this just year. Recently. And mm-hmm. so we've been gone for 20, 20 some odd years, and. For us, it was it was tough because we didn't get to be there for all that stuff. Yeah. Right. So we always had to see it from outside looking in. Yeah, um, but we were grateful because Megan always did such a good job of of posting on social media and and so if you are ever curious about what Trenton was doing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You then yeah, you just had to go peek and see what his latest venture. Yep. was yeah. and i mean and he was just he just always was glowing with yeah. he was a cheerful kid so one thing i want to talk about too um briefly on like some of these subjects well we can maybe go on but is <clears throat> um talking about like grief and like dealing with these kinds of things right we've in the introduction i indulged that i may not have <laughs> um fully understood or grieved myself but um, the difference between Megan and I. And so when this comes up and I talk to, you know, friends or family about this, about Trenton specifically, is that level that is kind of different from Megan and I, right? So I worked every day, right? I worked eight, ten hours a day, right? And then mm-hmm. came home and Trenton was a part of my you know, my life then and weekends and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, her side of it, it's like the opposite. It's like, she's that, that's, that's her every, every day, day, all day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like, well, and I, I didn't even realize, sorry, I don't even know if this is the direction you're going to take it in. Probably not. Yeah, it's okay. But, um, I didn't even realize how involved the care was for Trenton until you, your family came down to Arizona while we were living there, and holy cow, oh, it yeah, was, was yeah when we came down for Alex when Alex yeah. turned eight yeah. yeah, and I just went, 
And he was well, so little at that point. So we weren't, yeah. even, doing like we weren't even at the, the level. Things. Yeah, you he weren't was, even at that but, point yet. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I just remember being floored. And I went, how is that woman standing still? <laughs> because I complained about taking care of my three children. I think Owen was and, a baby um, right then, Yeah, Owen he? was just... He was just a little baby. Yeah, because Alex was eight. And well, Nixon and, or well, apart. Trenton and Owen are pretty close because Nixon, or uh, he's only eleven. No, Owen's ten. No, Trenton's only was would be only eleven right now. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. So I remember right. seeing that picture. After. Remember they were laying on yeah. the floor oh, together. Oh, that's right. Oh I yeah, do remember that. On yeah, the air just, mattress or something. Yeah, that's right. He was just little. In the front room. But I just remember when you guys went home. I went, girl, you can't complain about being a mom of three children that you don't have to worry you know like it's not that different but I think that's the one yeah I think that's the one thing though that like when you are in it Mm -hmm. you have no other option right like yeah absolutely you can't I mean I guess I could have I guess I could have said no thanks but but because you were a loving responsible mother yeah (laughs) I I mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> debatable yeah just kidding <laughs> but because I look now you know he's been gone three years yeah. and like I complained so much about parenting <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, on things you- and our <laughs> it's so different like yeah. it's all relative it's all human yeah. right like Routine. we're all human yeah we were like, able to get a good groove like our process between her and i in the evenings and you know whatever it was but like i mean it wasn't until the last what probably two years if that that he even had an an in-house nurse during the day for a little while mm. during the day and that was just mainly because yeah. nixon was old enough now that yeah she we had, had run, another baby by she that. had to run around mm-hmm. and she couldn't always take trenton with him. it was a little harder and yeah. so yeah yeah because he qualified for that, you know, she, we were mm-hmm. able to do that. But that wasn't until, like, the last year, year and a half, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was just. The different it was a lot. and all that stuff. It was a lot yeah. to deal with. Doctor, nurse. Yeah. Pharmacist. But the one thing, too, that was Therapist. is crazy is, <laughs> I always point out, it's, it's interesting that, you know, and um, the hardest part, as far as, like, it caught both of us off guard. I don't know if you'll remember this, but I mean, you do, but is, um, after he was gone and we like went somewhere, You're it like, was, oh, no. no, it was how easy it was yeah. uh, to just go somewhere, to go somewhere. Yeah, Cause it was just like, put the other two in the car and go. Yeah. Did because feel... before it was like, we're loading up. Well, that's quite literal for us because we yeah. had to put him in, put his wheelchair in, make put, sure you make have sure. all the food, all his the food, medicine, his suction, all, like a, all that a stuff. Thirty like, minute yeah, process was, just for a trend. But then it was just a matter of like, "Hey, kids, get in the car." And yeah, it's like, oh wow, that caught both of us kind of off guard. Yeah, but I bet. well, and I think that's like that brings up a lot of guilt too. I was yeah, just gonna say sure. that. that like, does that feel guilty? Do we you feel talk- that. We talked about that a lot in the beginning. Like, you feel like you're leaving him behind. Uh Like, because now all of a sudden life is easy, so to say. Well, that's, yeah. It's how do you bring him with you still? You know, I've never understood like an in memory tattoo more than I have (laughs) after this, you know, situation like that was because, was because you feel like you're just leaving him behind. Every time Aww. you go and do something, but yeah, it was, it was interesting. But so, I don't want to have to. I don't have to change the the title of this thing yet, over and over and over. <laughs> Mike's supposed to be crying. So, so after Trenton, um, I think let's see, that was in April, right? Yeah, April twenty twenty. Yep, April twenty twenty. Um, then we kind of proceed into what turned into be just a normal year. I mean, everything, yeah. it, it was different, right? But yep. it was a new, what a felt new normal. normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just moved into our new home right before he February. left. Yeah. 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 So he's um, never really been a part of this house really much. But. So we get to that point and, uh, and then we're, we're moving forward. And then I think it was, I don't remember the dates. Um, you were there. Yeah, it was early. Our mom, 
It was early in the year. It wasn't. Mom was, it was late. Kinda... Late in the year. So our mom has a has a history of of cancer in the family. Um, yeah, our grandfather um, passed away when I was eight years old. I'm forty three. I was four um, months old. Yeah, you were you were tiny. Yep. Knee high to a grasshopper. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure somebody says it still. Okay. Some people will understand that. <laughs> Um, I was eight years old. I remember it, um, and some of the cousin interactions and stuff. And I don't remember my grandfather very well, um, being that young, I'd remember things related. He had, he passed from pancreatic cancer. Um, he lived for, I think six months was the time frame in which from his diagnosis to, to losing that fight. Um, I, uh, shortly after that, um, well, not shortly, but sometime it would have been, probably eight years later, maybe seven years later, our aunt, my mom's sister, got breast cancer. Um, she got breast cancer and went through the process of fighting that and and is still, you know, still here with us today, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a short time after that, uh, her other sister um, also gets cancer and uh, goes through the process of fighting that and I think that was, I was probably 17, 18 when that one happened. Mm-hmm. Um, then. And it's good. She's and, and she's still, yeah, well, she's still I okay. guess sort of fine. She struggles with a variety <laughs> of different things right, just from but, the health. But yeah. but yeah, she's still here with us. So that is, that's where it was. And, uh, and then mom well, then decides. She, her other sister got it before. Well, Ovarian. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So basically, three sisters, three one brother that never ha- has not had a single situation Correct. issue. Um, Very heavy. Yes. So then, um, mom decides, okay, I'm going to take some preventive measures. It's time for me to, you know, take this seriously. I've got a lot of things going on. She goes through some medical procedures to try to get ahead of it, prevent it by every measurement, by what a doctor would tell you to do, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and somehow contracts a, a, a virus or something. Like she got got infected, all right? Like yeah, she, was she got MRSA. Yeah, she, oh, that's right. She got yeah. MRSA. Mm-hmm. So dealing with that post-surgery and everything, she just was sick. Like yeah. She just yeah. was not feeling they well. Couldn't get her to, they couldn't figure out why it kept going. Yeah, yeah. it was very strange. Um, and that was, I remember, towards the end of that year. Because I think that's when she had that surgery. Because I remember fighting it during... Well, she had to go back and have it refixed. And yeah. that's when, it was after that second one that it was... It was at its worst, yeah. right? So, so there, it Yeah, that up, would have been like fall, late yeah. fall yeah. of 2020. Uh, 21. 20, no, 2020. 2020. Oh yeah, 2020. You're right. Yeah. You're right. 2020. Sorry. So tw- fast into 2021, early 2021, and I remember I came up from Arizona to pick up a um, a toolbox, tool chest. Remember that? Mm, yeah. And I remember that that was in like a February. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she just was not herself. Like there were just things you just like, something's not right. Like she's tired. Yeah. She'd come home at lunchtime. Take a nap. Take a nap. nap So she's super worn out, not feeling well. And you could tell, in fact, I remember Janie even saying something to me, our oldest daughter. She's just like, man, grandma was not the same. Like something was weird. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then I think it was like, it was March. It was like three weeks later. Yeah, um, we were in Arizona we were, with you. We were heading to Arizona to come down for spring break with you guys. Yeah. Oh, that's right. When yeah. we got the text so, that, yeah, that she that she had cancer. Yeah. Yeah, they had found a tumor in, on, on her, her brain. On and, her brain, and that's and... what was causing her to like be spacey, tired, yep. slurred words, things like that. Yeah. So she was diagnosed with cancer. 
stage an, four. An unrelated one, too, to all the ones Correct. of her siblings, In which fact, is crazy. I think the originating point of cancer they finally determined was lung cancer. Yeah, which yeah. is funny because mom, she was the most sensitive oh, <laughs> yeah. to, Goodness. to smoke or any kind of other smell. And she, if oh. she smelt or smelled, she it was, was bad. She yeah. was gone. gone. It's like, get out of here. Yeah. Is that cologne you got on? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> But so, so yeah, it's super quick and it was lung cancer, but they had, upon doing scans had found, I think it was some sort of infection on every, it had metastasized on every element of her spine, her brain. Uh, It was in her muscles, which they said was so incredibly rare uh, because it typically doesn't target that type of tissue. Um, So anyway, so from the time that, she was diagnosed to the time that she passed was three weeks. Yep. Super fast. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. Um, you want to talk about not being able to process. I think we talked about it in the introduction. Like, uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, I probably, it's been two years to almost three years now. And I still don't know if I really have a full grasp of, of what that was. Cause it was such a whirlwind. Yeah. And I remember we, uh, we left Arizona. We drove, it's a 14 hour drive from our door to uh, mom and dad's house. And exactly, by the way, it's really creepy that it's exactly 14 hours. Um, but anyway, so I remember making that drive. I think we got here at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night or something like that. Yeah. And I immediately, I'm the first one, I just went straight to the hospital. And I remember writing down and watching dad just care for mom like uh, a Mm -hmm. cool towel or a rag or rubbing her feet or anything anything he could do the hospital's still on covid lockdown yeah you couldn't call it that not everybody could get in there two people to yeah like cammy and i we never got to go never got to go into the hospital once she got admitted yeah that's i I never did we weren't we weren't close enough you never did go yeah Are you serious? Yeah, I actually, I the only time I got to was when she went over across the street to Teton you Radiology went to pick her up or something. No, didn't you? Or you just went. And saw she her. was going to get her radiol or her radiation, radiation. treatment done, yeah. and I went in there and saw her there briefly, and then she went back to the hospital. So I never spent time in the hospital. I through all of the stuff I've. Uh, maybe that's the processing, right? Like it, you well, just didn't uh, have enough time. Lack I don't of know. lack of process. I think I. I have deemed myself medically anxiety filled, <laughs> as you guys can all f- figure out. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, I never. So it was oh, more I guess out, I never of, realized that. out of fear, or I think a little bit out of I, just because I think it comes back to like what I had mentioned before. I, what you know that lack of probably processing I didn't have through the last year of Trenton because by the time mom died, mom died on the sixteenth of August. Trenton died on the twentieth. April. Or April. April, sorry, April. Well, we buried them on the exact same day. I know that was weird. So, mm-hmm. like, and they're that right whole next year, to each other, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, yeah she's well, right ahead. Yeah, above, right him. above him. But yeah, I mean that there was still a lot of processing within that year. You know what I mean? That maybe I sure. didn't do. And I so. think, but I also think you boys are really good at denial. Probably um, that's not true. I, yeah, I, I, I your yeah, you're right. Very much, very much that no, everything is going to be fine because I remember Megan and I having more than one conversation about it being concerned that our husbands were not grasping the gravity because of your because you are so, so optimistic, which is typically a wonderful trait. Except for when all we saw was it was leading you to fall harder. And I think that was our concern was they aren't getting it. They don't understand that there's because there is this this naive or maybe it wasn't naive. Maybe it was just straight up denial of we're going to figure out a way to get mom better. We're going to figure out a way to to stop the progression of this disease. We're going to get her out of the hospital. We're going to, there's going to be something. And as much as we all wanted that to be true, Megan and I kind of err on the realistic side. And, um, (laughs) 
And so I think we were just really concerned that, oh my gosh, they are setting themselves up to crash and burn when they realize that there's no saving her. There's no way to bring her back. I, I don't know if it was that way for me though. Like, I think I just knew the reality. Um, and, and keep in mind, over top of all of this, Melissa, our sister, is has been dealing with it for seven years, seven years <laughs> fighting something that um, she's doing exploratory. She's doing everything and anything that she can and being told, look, you just, I mean, it's, it was breast cancer for her. It had moved in different places and metastasized in different ways. Um, but... Melissa took a lot on that of herself and be, trying to be the one that really drove the mom. We're going to go, we're going to do this mom. You can do this. Cause she's already living it. She knew mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And, and I think that maybe Melissa's, um, optimism, um, mixed in with reality, maybe kept the thought that there was something more that could be done. So I think that had something to do with, at least for me, looking at it and going, okay, maybe this is, maybe this, I I remember, I remember the, the drug, the chemo pill. Mm -hmm. And so we have another sister, Whitney, and, uh, which I'm sure at some point she'll be on here. Um, (laughs) she's, uh, we're going to have to keep her really far away from the microphone, um, (laughs) to get, she's just got a, a laugh about her. That's infectious. (laughs) Um, but here's the thing, like all four of us were like, we went, we went to the U- UPS delivery spot and we're like banging on doors. Yeah. And I mean, we were going, trying to get this pill and she never even got to take it. Yeah, I think she took it. I think she, she took couldn't one get dose. It swallowed. She, she tried, couldn't swallow she couldn't it. Swallow. Yeah, there was a tumor on her esophagus. Yeah. She couldn't she get, couldn't it, past get that. it past that. But that was one of the examples that I think had us worried because you guys were willing to. I mean, if it if it was a situation of you have to fly to England to pick it up, you guys would have been like, okay, book our flights. You know, and like it just felt like you were gonna go to the extreme because. You were putting yeah. everything into that one, that one pill, that one thing, thinking, but it just felt like you thought it was going to save her. Well, like it was going to make do, everything okay. Yeah. I think that, yeah, but I think at that point, maybe you have to mask some of, some of it to feel better. I think too, though, I do vividly sure. remember, and I don't know if this was whether dad had filled this to us or not but they said that this particular pill actually would have had 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 quite a bit of success uh, with this particular cell of cancer that she had and so much so that it had shrunk a lot of and so that's why i think partly we were our optimism was like so drastic like we got to get that first dose in there to hopefully kind of get this going but yeah, yeah, just yeah, it was. Um, and I'm oh, we we aren't thinking that you were misdirected or anything. It was <laughs> no, all done in love. Yeah. Um, we were just concerned. Yeah. So. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, mom, we have mom's funeral, um, and uh, that was a that was a tough funeral. Um. I, I, I did, I didn't cry very much. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I, I think it was because of maybe the speed of everything happening and not coming to a grip of reality of what, what was there. Um, and maybe because you thought you had to be the solid one I am the with oldest. your siblings. The I am the oldest. Um, so then we kind of try to figure out whatever normal was uh without mom we our dad is i mean left shell shocked and like what the heck is going on and you know um, mom did so much for him (laughs) for all of us yeah that it was it's truly like just missing a hole is a huge hole gigantic hole yeah and uh and melissa i think it still feels that way 
Mm-hmm. That doesn't yeah. ever yeah. No, and go it, away. And it will, but um, Melissa was kind of that connecting force. Filled it in. She filled that in nicely for him. She talked to him every day and talked to dad a lot. And um, Melissa, this is the one where I'll probably lose it um everyone's crying except for mike (laughs) oh no oh no um melissa melissa's just she was just uh um just different um like you talk about having the she had the 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 humor of a of a weird guy and then like like (laughs) she'd talk about the the flatulence or she'll talk about like that and then yeah, jokingly did. be able to be like um should we be talking about that yeah. you know and you're yeah. like what the heck? Yeah. you hit the crit like yeah. what's going on here um but literally the strongest woman i've ever known in my life um being a mom um three young kids um and just fighting a battle of a disease that we can't as a society seem to figure out Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was four months after mom had passed away that Melissa eventually lost the same same fight. Um, I remember all of us, so you two, us being in Phoenix, Whitney and her husband being here, and Dad already being in San Antonio where where they were at the time, and we all. I think it was just at the morning, right? It was that morning that we decided we were yeah, all going to leave. Yeah, your dad called and He's said, like, it's like, it you doesn't gotta go. look good. Yeah. She'd been admit- admitted to the hospital. And that's why your dad was already down there. Yeah. Um, we all called each other. Okay, we're going to get on this flight. You guys get on this flight. We all got on flights to San Antonio. And ironically, from our flight in Phoenix... And your flights in, in from Idaho Falls, having troubles getting connected to certain flights and making wondering whether or not you're going to make there from Denver, I think it was. Yeah, ours um, was delayed out of here or something. It was like an hour out of here. Yeah, it was a We mess. landed, all six of us landed within 10 minutes of each other uh, at the airport. Yep. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. And we were all talking about... This is this is God's hand. Oh, for yeah. saying this is where you, all of you need to be to be with your sibling at this particular moment in time. So the way home, we had the identical scenario: going home, stuck in Denver. We actually legitimately got stuck in Denver that night. Oh, I don't on the way rem- home. I didn't so remember that. Same scenario could have turned that same way. Yeah, because we were on a late night flight could have been the same way. Oh, no more flights to mo- till tomorrow. Like it could have happened mm. that way, but yeah, it, it was, it, all... wow. it was crazy. I mean, you could clearly see God's hand in that whole entire scenario and situation. Yeah. Um, for sure. That, that's a, that's a kind of this like snapshot and not to mention we had mom's closest sibling and as, terms of friendship and age passed away a year ago tomorrow yeah yeah right no No. year ago sunday yeah christmas eve yeah um from cancer yep you know i mean what do you say about (laughs) the devil's disease yeah um that that's this conversation um, I think we can dive into a lot more. And I know that throughout multiple episodes that we'll put forth in the future, we'll probably be able to give ourselves more opportunities to heal. Yeah. We're going to have those conversations. Yeah. Um, but that, that's a, this is a snapshot of what and why we wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Look, what happened to us just happens to be a unique sequence of events in a short period of time. Um, and it just happens to hit re- very real and raw because of um, the the unique circumstances behind somebody like Carter or Trenton and the rare diseases and the, the, yeah. the series of events that happened as a result of their, um, uh, their passing. And then the reality of what is most com- the the one of the things that is outwardly most common which is cancer 
mm-hmm. and uh, and that battle that in different ways, um, it's about trying to find a way to have a conversation and then heal from it. Because I know that internally, as much as I would love to say that it's all fine, I'm good. I mean, let's be honest. I don't know, like you said, Megan, I don't know if grief will ever be gone. It's a matter of whether or not you can talk about it. I've told, my wife has told me it's okay to talk about things. Yeah, I do say that. Yeah, because um, you, I don't know, I guess it's probably a guy thing. Which is what sounds horrible. Kind of just but try to true. stuff the emotions down and pretend it, those don't exist. And I think it can be a coping mechanism, but it is not a very healthy one. And so I think it's really important to, but I've been telling them that for probably our entire marriage, um, due to other experiences uh, outside of what we've been talking about. But I think, you know, how how things show up for you when you need to learn from them. Sure. And I think it's it's coming fast and hard at you to learn how to how to deal with your emotions. I don't know. I, I think <laughs> Megan's got this face of like, what the heck? I gotta learn more. Figure it out. Oh, yeah. No, no, and that that is not mean that that's why we've had family members pass away. It's not always to teach us a lesson. It's you know, there are obviously we don't have control over those things, but um, but there's lessons in every there are lessons scenario. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's kind of kind of the idea of this, you know, as well is to kind of bring to light, right? Those yeah. those positive things. So a couple um like things that I learned from all four of these scenarios. Number one with Carter, some of the things I I, I actually remember watching you and I know that you did this cuz you've told me this is actually uh, I don't know whether it was at Mom's it was probably at mom's because that's when I did it too for the first time is you were typing out things. And yeah. I didn't know what you were doing. I write everything out. But I was like, maybe I should do something like that. So I just wrote down a list of like who my mom was, what she was to me, like just briefly, right? My mind was very blocked and clogged at the time. So I got out what I could. Yeah. Um, and I did that for mom and Melissa's mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Um, but so I, at the same time, I kind of looked back at like Carter and Trenton and then of course mom and and Melissa and and tried to look at the things that, that they taught me. Right. Yeah. So Carter obviously taught me to be a dad, how to listen to my wife (laughs) and try and be there for her. Did you though? I'm sure you've learned. I did. Okay. Maybe not the listen part, but try and be more sensitive of her scenario, you know, her, her feelings and whatnot, which then in turn, I feel like we did a, quote unquote, much better job going through Trenton's scenario together more so than, you know, doing it differently. But, um, but Trenton, like just the, the happiness that he brought to other people. Mm-hmm. Here, here it comes. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, check that off the, the list, but um, just the happiness that he brought, try and do that to people that I meet. Um mom was kind of like that i always use the word silent hero she was oh very much very so. not so the outward heavy. spoken spoken person but the hole that she left oops the hole that she left was insane and then the thing for melissa was the the um the love that she had for others no matter mm-hmm. what she was going through but and so i've taken like bits and pieces of every single one of those and tried to implement them into my life you know like i try and another thing about this podcast was like sharing our experience because other like everybody goes through this right and we know that everybody goes through it but absolutely we don't talk about it right like that's the point of talking about it is bringing to light the the growth and the the inspiring things that you get from those experiences and Mm-hmm. and trials and whatever it may be. So 
with Melissa's side of it was <clears throat> I try and like, if I see somebody that I think about, I always try and shoot them a text. Hey dude, how yeah. you doing? That was her yeah. greatest thing um, all the time. And I do that way more than I ever used to. And I love it. Yeah. And I've had, um, this one gets me too, but I had a good friend that he had a mom that passed away as well. <clears throat> and I had reached out to him and his cousin and another cousin that I knew. And they all happened to be together at that time. And they all <clears throat> had reached out. Well, one in particular just said, Hey, we were just chatting and talked about how you're always thinking of other people. Aww. And I took it not for me. I immediately thought, <clears throat> I don't want to yell into this. <laughs> I immediately <laughs> thought of Melissa because that's who she was, right? Like yep. that's the, that's the legacy as, of who she as, was. Yeah, of who she was. And so we can always remember building that legacy of others. And so it was just, it was a really cool experience of taking something from each one of those people. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. The very first um, pre, pre huge, how do you say that? Texting was around, but yeah. it wasn't. Quite it wasn't so a dominating. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a dominating. Yeah, communication and so thing. you only texted someone if you absolutely had to, um, and so Melissa's. Uh, sadly, I am not the kind of person that just hangs on to things. But while she lived in California, yeah, I remember she just would say it's it was little note cards that uh. she would send to people, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who got one, but. Um, just out of the blue, I remember it so well. I got a card and it just said something super simple like, Hey, Kim, I just want to tell you that I love you and that I'm so grateful that you married my brother. And, you know, I mean, I think... Take pity on I him. think Janie was, <laughs> Janie was just a baby at the time. So we were still, you know, pretty new in, in the marriage thing. And... Um, I just remember thinking, wow, that's really cool. So nice. Did I return the favor? No, because <laughs> I'm not a thoughtful person <laughs> by nature. <laughs> um, but I I appreciated it. And it was not the only one. That was just the first one that I remember. And, and it was little, little note cards. And she <coughs> kept that up till the very end. <laughs> Felt that I felt that was timing. Yeah. The applause, yeah, was necessary. I yeah, I, I don't know. Just felt like the timing. Okay. Um, well, I think uh, I think we've had some really good conversations and opened about some great stuff, and and we've got a lot more that's going to be coming in further episodes. So I think it's a good time to end it right here for this one. But uh, we look forward to seeing everybody on uh, our next episode, where maybe it'll be titled. I don't know. Mike's not crying. Um, Who knows? (laughs) But uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Make sure you go and share this um, and like and subscribe on on whatever platform you're listening. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next time. This has been Lift Me Up. We've all been through our fair share of trials. Combined, these two families lost two children before they turned eight. Then, the loss of a dear mother after a brief battle with cancer. And four months later, a sister gone after a long fight with the same disease. So, now, our passion is to spread our message that no matter what you go through, no matter how hard life gets, and no matter how down you think you are... There are always ways to rise from the ashes and make yourself better and make yourself stronger. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe so more people get the content. We can't wait to be back for the next show. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Lift Me Up Talks. And please check out the website at liftmeuptalks.com. Thank <laughs> you.